speaking of the opening credits, we have sound effects in them now. Yeah. They, I, I find them... Underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> the zipper is good. <laughs> so much of the sounds are yeah. just like... <laughs> yeah, you're so much better at weird sounds. As much as I love the, the convention of adding the sound effects at the end... Really, the only one it like truly worked with was the very first set of credits from yeah. like Jonathan from fucking Phantom Blood, like because yeah. they had all those like gunshots. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of stuff that was like visually syncopated, Glass breaking. Yeah, yeah. what? Well, uh, yeah, a lot of it was well, it was timed the music too. Yeah. yeah, and also it's like 1880s England for some reason was much more of a physical place. They had more like, sound more back then. Acoustic. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, it's the, also the like vibe. you can it's like what does something sound like when it's on fire? What do bullets sound like? What does glass sound like? I mean, As I guess to I like, guess like yeah, well it was it was literally martial arts. It was a martial arts yeah. thing back then, yeah. remember? When this was what? a Come weird on. show about <laughs> I, no. mar- about people with martial arts powers. <laughs> I yes. don't remember it and I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's like i think it was a much easier time whereas now it's just like oh, it's just harder for twinks to make noise too yeah that's true, <laughs> true i've heard they that don't move as much air when they move yeah yeah that's but yeah like you know it's bad when i'm like well the best sound effect was probably lil bomber you know like <laughs> <laughs> but that's because Sorry. but that's because it's a that real toy bad. it's a real yeah, toy it's not true. a stand but that's what i mean it's like the rest of it it's like now it's like well what does a stand that can like rewind time sound like yeah it apparently it's sort of like sounds like the spooky. internet in 1994 yeah dial up modem <laughs> yeah. yeah it's very it's it's just a lot it's a lot of free association and so it ends up sounding to me like just like a video game audio library it's maybe the answer is that everyone instead of whatever version of sound effect credits happen every season you should just go back and watch the like <laughs> the episode nine <laughs> right of jojo's bizarre adventure opening credits and be like ah, i go. get it welcome to jojo's bizarre explainer a podcast about jojo's bizarre adventure i'm elizabeth simmons i'm darius kazami and i'm courtney stanton and today we are going to talk about Dorno's final Pokemon evolution. Oh God! Finally. Yeah. This guy just needs to stop getting superpowers. He has too many forms. Yeah. But finally reaches his final form, which means we can stop vaguely alluding to such a thing happening, and we can just be like, "Yeah, it happened." I mean, if you're paying attention to the opening credits, which I always am, you should have seen this coming. Really. No one to blame but yourself. Also, if you've been paying attention to, like, the existence of the Arrow. Yeah. But, like, I feel like, especially with this opening credit sequence, because they used pretty much 100% animation from the show, like, it hits a point about halfway through this episode where it's like, oh, hey, it's that shot from the opening. Oh, it's that other shot from the opening. You know, it's just, it's like, cool. Okay. Okay. I mean, this could also maybe explain why, like, when I watch movies... A large percentage of the time, everyone in the room besides me predicts what's going to happen. And I'm like, wow, I'm so shocked. And that might be because I am dumb or it might be because I like don't read things literally in in certain ways. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he's holding an arrow. It doesn't like my brain doesn't naturally make the jump as like, what would that mean? Like in the language of storytelling. So I was just like, oh, he's holding it. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like, like that too. If I hadn't read the manga, yeah. I would be on the same page. I would be like, yeah. well, I don't know. 
Yeah. He's holding an he arrow. He stabs the turtle. <laughs> Maybe it's symbolic. He's like holding like the feeling of the arrow. Yeah. What if it's a fake arrow? So everyone's back in their proper body throughout however widespread this was. The world? Like the whole the whole planet? I don't think just, we know the range. Just Rome? The city? I feel like based on things Iraqi does later, I feel like if things happened all around the world, we'd see at least clips of it. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. He That's would, a good point. He would show like the Pope. Well, the Pope's he, nearby, he would show he whatever would show. Rohan was doing. We yes. can always trust. If it look, here's the the ground rule. Any time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if what is happening affects Rohan, we will see it. Yes, we will be told. Right, we Basic would see like Ro- we would see like Rohan swapping bodies with the guy he's cruising at the gym. Yes, exactly. That kind of thing. Including at one point we see like a bee fly by that has the soul of a butterfly. <laughs> My favorite Smashing Pumpkins album. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. Makes you think. At one point, it looks like Mista is Trisha's stand while they're body swapping. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. I think he would do a good job as, as I think a stand. he would do a good job. I think the reverse would not be true. I think no. Trish would be a lousy stand, but Mista yeah. would be a great one. Uh, because as we've established, <laughs> Mista shoots at everything. He's very obedient, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now I think we can get into, because this is where we start getting into, like, Bruno makes a zipper of the ball behind the light of his soul. And, like, King Crimson... Not Diavolo, just King Crimson starts negotiating like a Phoenix Wright defendant. Like, <laughs> that's true. And that's this is where that's I it really broke down for me, where I was like, wait, am I supposed to just relate to him now? Because like this is too much pathos for me to like not pay attention to it. I had a few. I have a few issues here. One of them is that I know my whole like purpose in life is to explain JoJo's. And but yet. I feel like this is my line where I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm never going to know. Araki needs to guest on our podcast and explain what the fuck is up with the soul light ball. Well, like, why Why does Bruno hitting his own soul light bulb cause... Re- like, it'd be one thing if he hit Polnareff's or something, right? Right. Because like, well, that, cause well, like that was his stand. had a connection to yeah. Requiem, right? Like, Well, like, how does Requiem get destroyed? Because, like, Mista shoots it, and it doesn't do anything to it. But then suddenly it's like a puddle on the ground and Bruno's got a bunch of zippers on the little ball Ball. hanging behind his head. And like Diavolo, or I guess King Crimson, is just like, no, don't, don't, no, think about it. (laughs) Also, like, couldn't, did Bruno, is it like a thing where if you know about it, you can see it? Can you only see it because he put zippers on it? Or like, can you only, could Bruno see it because he realized it was there? Like, I'm guessing yes. Because otherwise, like, you're just relying on the fact that no one's going to, like, be like, what happens if I push on this, you know? Yeah. Like, this glowing orb that's clearly the weakness of the villain. <laughs> I think it must be that. But it's not even the weakness of the villain. It's the weakness right. of this rogue Requiem I mean more stand. Like, oh, I mean, more like in the Zelda, in Zelda boss sense of, like, yeah. yeah, oh, there's a glowing orb. I wonder what happens. So is it the idea that doing it to anybody's would reverse the whole thing because it's like everybody's all body swapped and stuff yes i think so (laughs) i think that must be the implication because like and i understand why king crimson is arguing because it's like diavolo's body that because bruno's in diavolo's body and bruno does the soul behind his own head right that's diavolo's body bruno's soul light bulb that turns off requiem yeah, so it's like he could have done it to anybody's, but he did it to his own because I guess that's easiest. I guess. I feel I like guess. that would be hardest. But also, like, why doesn't this bulb 
apply to Gold Experience Requiem? Or would it? And it's just that Bruno's gone now. Because Gold Experience Requiem is not a soul movement. Like, I think that it has to do with, like, where your soul is. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, really. Yeah, because Gold Experience Requiem doesn't, like, doesn't, like, three-card Monty you. Yeah, right. It doesn't, like, move your soul around on a chessboard You can't see it, but we're all doing the same weird hand gesture. Yeah, like, like like our our hands are spiders (laughs) that are bouncing around. Yeah. I'm jumping soul checkers. (laughs) This is far more explanation than I was expecting us to come up with, and I think that this is as much as we should attempt, because if we look too much further, it's going to unravel. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. And the thing is that when you read it, you're just like, this is like, you know, two pages. So you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, whatever. I don't know. Like, it's, there's a lot of lines happening. Like, the translation is fucking terrible. Like, who knows what's happening? It does. It obviously doesn't matter. And then, like, at, I can say it. It's not too spoilery. But at some point in the next episode, Mist is like, I don't know what happened, but good. And that's me right now. I'm just like, yeah. Like, I have no idea what's going on. Same with, like, I guess we won. Hooray. Same with Diavolo being like, what am I looking at right now? Later in yeah. this episode. I'm like, that's the mood. Yep. That sure is the mood right now. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. I don't know what these people are saying. And I don't know why it works. <laughs> but I guess we're winning. You know? I like, feel and then, like and then, this... oh, but, but so how does, how does this trigger Bruno's final ascension? Or was Bruno already ascending to heaven and he just decided to do this on no, his way because out? Because his body is dead. So he gets kicked out of Diavolo's body. It's specifically body. because it swaps him back that he yeah. permanently dies. Same with like yeah. Narancha, you know, like once your body's dead. Yeah. You yeah, know. you can't get back in there. Mista, meanwhile, is, I, I swear to God, I, I said this when we were discussing it. It's like, at what point is Mista just a sentient homunculus? After White Album, since then. Because he was shot like a thousand times and Jorno. Yeah, Sucked it's just all paper clips and pocket lint and random rocks Frogs. laying around. Whatever that is at hand gets turned into his organs. Yep. I, I do. <laughs> I love Jorno. Jorno catching and holding Mista. Yeah. I'm like, it took me right back. I was like, ah, so nostalgic me getting excited yes. about Jorno holding Mista tenderly in his arms. I love that they don't even give us more. They're like, that is shorthand for Jorno is saving Mista's life by. Yeah healing the holes in his kidneys you know like we just yeah. know what that right, we means. don't even get a little like scene of it they don't even do a noise it's yeah. just that's what happened <laughs> yeah, we don't get the weird um, this is used to it by now we get a dog that not only survives but has a name benedict 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 the dog rooting for you benedict benedict knew what it was like to be a man for a minute <laughs> see and then so Jorno gets the arrow he titty boops himself with the arrow cute as we all wish we could. Something happens here, which is weird. Which is <laughs> Oh, this is when it's weird. This is when it gets weird to me, which is when Diavolo was like, should I flee? No, I'll lose my pride if I flee. And what? I'm like, wait, since when does Diavolo have pride? Is that yeah. a thing? No, like, no, the whole point is that he's like a down and dirty criminal who will like fuck any like he's just like fuck what fuck it i'm just gonna do whatever i need to win like the whole season has been him trying to murder his own daughter so that no one can get leverage on him that's what i thought too and yet we're supposed to believe now he will like do something only to avoid looking bad right like this is (laughs) i you know and he's been sending out like assassins to do his dirty work and like hiding and like he has no problem like fleeing 
like yeah. when things get and dangerous. The man sells drugs to children. What more do you yeah. need to know? The, le- <laughs> the, the main crime on earth, and definitely you can't have pride if you're going to, like, yeah, that's the whole point is he has no pride because right. if he had, like, Jorno has pride. If he had pride, pride. be Bruno or Jorno, right? Yeah, and it would be like, you know what? I'm not going to sell drugs to kids. I'm going to do every other crime. Yeah, like no, the, I know. the it, real like, bad it, one. It's so weird because I know we bust on the whole, like, selling drugs to kids, the only bad thing you can do in, in this world. But, it, like, apparently, yes. But that's shorthand for, like, if you do it, then you're, like, scum. To me, this is, like, a weird deus ex machina character trait i'm like yeah, it's just he's ooc it's the, yeah. he whole, is. Uh, tagged ooc out of character i am tagging um, it that way well because it, it is it's, it's like it's weird because we don't really know a lot about the boss mostly what we know it's like inferred from his orders given to other people the whole season right when he does show up we don't really get a lot of personality from I mean, him even to the extent that we get like dapio personality it's pretty bland like we don't right. have we, you know what we don't see? We don't see him, like, interact with other people. Because that, right, we see him interact with Dapio, and that's, like, weird. You know, like, that, yeah. that's not, that's not like, a – it's not Kira, you know? Right. It's we not, don't which have, I'm always going to return to. He doesn't have, like, relationship. Well, Kira's a good example because Kira's, right. like, the best villain we've had so far. And so it's, like – so he's sort of generic, and, like, the things that we do know about him would imply that he's, like, really ruthless and really cold-blooded. And so at the last – at the 11th hour, 11 and a half hour – you know, like to have yeah. him suddenly be like, oh, yes, of course, notably My proud pride. man, yeah. Diavolo. It's like, oh, I, I guess, I guess, and you know. We'll talk about this more like at great length next episode. But this is like, you know, the whole time I've been saying like, like, obviously, like Diavolo doesn't appeal to me specifically, like aesthetically or whatever. Like he's not my favorite character, like for reasons beyond good writing but also like i've been saying the whole time like i think he's the worst villain in jojo's and the reason for that is because of like things like this which feel small maybe but just so many of them like he just doesn't have the characterization that makes me either think he's cool or interesting or believable well and especially because like half an episode ago his stand was groveling with bruno right (laughs) so it's just like okay how can i keep him here so that he's here during the final battle like that's basically what we're seeing and like iraqi like i feel for you yeah but this just means i'm gonna think that this villain is dumb (laughs) well and i think it's like it's presented as if it's like well if trish hadn't said anything i wouldn't do this so we're supposed to feel like somehow trish made a mistake like it's supposed to be one of those like we're bringing it on ourselves kind of things but also like i don't know this it's just many it's this there's like a I feel like a large catalog of ways in which Diavolo got confused as the protagonist. And this is yeah. one of those times where it's like, I feel like I'm supposed to somehow kind of be rooting for him. And that carries over well, into the next episode. Well, too. and that's the, and that's the other thing. Like, you know, this episode ends on like mid Muda Muda punching, right. like Jorno punching him. Right. And it's like, the pacing is just so weird and almost the entire time, even when, and you know it's I guess I knew how this was gonna play out because I had read the manga anyway but like but like I, I just don't buy that Giorno is in actually any danger during this entire episode yeah even though we're I, supposed to think he fucking died right 
Right, like he, he right. Gets like, he gets stabbed in the chest and like he's falling to the ground and he's got a head injury. And it's like, oh, yeah, Diavolo won. And I'm like, I'm just going to chew gum and wait for five seconds. Yeah, but also, I mean, there's part part of the issue there is that we haven't had a JoJo. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, when's the last time a JoJo died? Part one. Like, yeah, Jonathan. part one. But like, at least like. I don't with, know. I, yeah. But there's always like that moment where it's like, how the fuck is Joseph going to yeah. be god you know like no totally you always hit that point and i just have never hit that point with the boss partly because he's never there and then when he does show up it's like he's so uneven it's really hard to get a sense of like like the only time is really when when he first shows up against bruno yeah and bruno dies Agreed. you know like yeah. where it's like yeah. oh shit you know but like the it just feels overwhelming scarier the various right. assassins are way scarier way more well designed yeah way more like we see them the the fact i mean the fact that like the boss has a counterpart because of Dapio, but like the fact that everyone other than the boss actually has one close relationship and other tangential relationships and we see yeah, them interact yeah. with each other like we know and with other people too like we we kind of get an idea of like their personalities which seems like such a low bar, but like it is because the boss doesn't meet that bar. <laughs> right. Like, well, and I think that like David Productions clearly knew that because they added all those scenes of right. the assassin squad being a little squad yeah. and like colleagues and stuff. And it really did enhance my sense of like what was, you know, what the antagonists were. But yeah. you're right. Like also like Dapio is, you know, children are not equal partners. So it's like, you know, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's a different dynamic, but like, so I actually am more sad about Dapio dying because it's like, oh, this kid is like lonely and fucked up. Right. The end. Yeah, I feel sorry like, for him, I guess. Right. If I had but it, to choose. But like that's feeling. consistent and I feel like I'm having the emotions that are trying to be evoked. Whereas with Diavolo, I'm never quite sure what they think I should be feeling. Yeah. Like am I yeah. celebrating that the, he's getting beaten or am I like somehow feeling some sort of bittersweet? It's, it's thing? also like uh, it's very weird. Uh, and again, it's back on the pacing. Like it's weird that they end, and, and we're, we're not done with this episode yet. But I just, it's weird that this episode ends with Jorno muda mudaing, punching him. Like you would expect this episode to end on a cliffhanger where Diavolo has the upper hand. Yeah, that's true. Because there's only two episodes left. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what made? It's like I guess they won. Yeah. Why would you hit next? You know, like yeah. just from a like a page turn. Basically. And I think you could be clued in like like part four ends the season ends with a a lot of quiet moments that aren't really related to the main battle. So yeah. you could be clued into the fact that that could be Happening. a pattern. But still two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, Jorno can shoot lasers out of his fingers now. I just want to mention that before we yeah. finish up. Just seems like a why wouldn't he be able to? Yeah, I mean he can fly, but every JoJo can fly at the end. That's I guess. A, does Josuke fly? Do he and Josuke, Kira fly? Josuke the air? Yeah. learns to to carry himself with his stand. That's right. Remember? Remember? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, <laughs> you always at some point you level up enough that you just you know your feelings make you float. Remember Crazy Diamond? Yes. Oh. What a, what a good, good stand. stand. Crazy so Diamond. I, I, I never do love Gold Experience. Gold Experience. I think that it's weird and fitting that we, we've now evolved stands to the point that they'll just monologue 
for you now. Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, I robot gold experience has a lot to say. One apparently. thing I really like about gold experience is how corporeal it is to Jorno. Like, yeah. how, cause they're always like so handsy with each other. And I think that that, like that is really on display while gold experience is evolving into G E R. Yeah. Um, because Jorno's really like holding him and he's like bleeding on him and i'm like whoa like this is this seems like bodies but yeah. they but that is consistent with how journal interacts with yeah well i i really like when when gold experience molts too. yeah me too like, that's yeah. great i love robot gore yeah so. and that's a lot of it he definitely comes out looking more like a robot yeah than gold experience act two yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much well, that's what happens when your skin comes off yeah you're, you're a robot, a robot. yeah underneath but yeah, the eyes, super trippy. Really good. Yeah. Also, I mean, looking at what happened to Silver Chariot, I guess this checks out, right? It, Requiem turns you into a robot. Yeah, and then we see, we do see some stuff happening in like a Diavalo's little, the world-ish, but not really the world. Spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I like how like the, the effect of like him kind of looping. Yeah. Goes. It reminds me of the Great Days or whatever. Yeah. Opening. Yeah. The Kira. The Kira opener. Yeah. Where they're all oh, the slotted. last great opener from JoJo's. Yeah. Truly. But yeah, it ends with Jorno winning or does punching he? him at least. Yeah. Or I guess does he, he win? So yeah, that's it. That's the end of the episode. JoJo's <laughs> Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at Explain JoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Benedict would leave for being a dog again. <laughs>